What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Seven Figure Flipping Podcast. This is Bill Allen. On today's show, we're going to dive deep into one of the things that, and maybe multiple things that are probably holding you back that you might not even know are holding you back. Um, it's just over a year anniversary from when Lucy and I went to the Wilder Wellness Center. Uh, I had uh, Bill and some of his team on the podcast about a year ago, but I wanted to bring him back on because, in fact, I wanted to reconnect with him to kind of go through some of the things that I need to continue to do myself. So hopefully this will be kind of you eavesdropping on our conversation uh, about some things that will help me and I think will help you. Um, so I hope you guys enjoy this. This will be a little bit out of the box, but I think exactly what you need, especially right now when you're preparing for what you're going to do next year. So we'll cue the theme music and I'll be right back with Bill. My name is Bill Allen, and I'm the leader of a group of elite house flippers and wholesalers called Seven Figure Flipping. We don't brag or show off our success, but instead let integrity and stewardship be our guide. We are dedicated to helping people unlock the freedom they desperately need. If you ask other real estate investors, they will say to keep your secrets quiet. But we believe in abundance, not scarcity, and that's why we are the elite. We are Seven Figure Flipping, and this podcast is our playbook. Everybody, I am really excited about the show today. It is going to be awesome. Last time I had Bill Wilder on the podcast, it was the feedback was just incredible. And uh, we're, we'll do some reminders and some things I think that you guys need to hear. But this is a conversation with kind of me and him for what's going to help me. And obviously, uh, you guys can listen in. It's going to help you. So, Bill, welcome back to the podcast. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks, Bill. Yeah, I'm so glad that you uh, that you agreed to do this. We're doing some other things together, which we'll talk about uh, at the end of the show. But um, man, you kind of know our our audience. Uh, most of the, the entrepreneurs that listen to the show, they're uh, in real estate, obviously. Um, but a few people have gone to your center. Uh, so Nate Johnson is was my COO. He's the guy that kind of introduced me to you. Lucy and I went out there, and then since then, uh, I think you've had a, a, like a handful of people come out and and work with them, right? I have. So what do you think, like, I don't know, let me just maybe give a quick background on who you are if they didn't listen to the show last year, uh, don't know anything about you, and then we'll just kind of jump into how we can help some of these folks get to the next point in their journey. Yeah, uh, I am a specialized mental health therapist. I've been a traditional therapist for about 17 years, and a couple years ago, just kind of became kind of weird with just, just using traditional talk therapy. And I started uh, getting into uh, Wim Hof and, and taking cold showers. And I found that for, for many years, I've been creating an assessment tool that helps people kind of simplify psychology into a very clear metric for how do you become a complete human being. And pretty much that system goes like this, that there are four parts of our psyche and we need all four to be complete. But most people have two that are overcompensating and two that are undercompensating. And so my job is to help people find the ones that are not being fed or not being nurtured enough and help people nurture those. So those, those are the first one is the explorer, which is the part of us that wants to be free. It's like the primitive instinctual part of us. The second is the soldier. That's the, the plugger in us, the hard worker, the moral, you know, part that part of us that helps us fit into civilization the third is the leader. That's the part of us that's rational, that, that looks for purpose and identity. And the, finally, the giver is the part of us that wants love and connection. And so if you think about it, if, if you have a life where you're free to be you, you, you are moral and work hard and are responsible, you have an identity and purpose and you have love and connection. I mean, that is a full life. So we need all four of those to be healthy and whole. 
So my job is to help people find the ones that are not being nurtured. And I found that I had good access to morality, good access to rationality, and good access to my heart. But the one that's been lacking, the one that lacks for most people in modern day society is that instinctual intelligence, that primitive intelligence, the back of the brain, the part of us that is instinctual. And so cold water is the safest and, and most one of the best ways to tap into that. So I use a combination of cold water therapy with, with my therapy training to help people to release trauma and find that deep rooting within, which is the foundation for getting stuff done, finding your identity, and then really giving from a full heart. So why, like, why do we need to tap into all four of these? Like, what, what are some of the things if, and maybe people are saying, like, I would say most of the people that are listening are probably these soldiers, right? Go, go, go. We're working hard. A lot of the stuff that we teach on this podcast, the tactics, the techniques, all that, the strategy, and the leadership side of things, like finding your purpose and identity. So that's probably where most people fall. Like, is that not enough? It's not enough. And it's and I, I'm basing this on biology, on uh, uh, mythology, which is every great story, and on developmental psychology as well. And history. So those those four disciplines um, help us realize that if we're going to have a foundation for a life of fullness, a life of purpose, meaning and love, you have to go back to the beginning. For 99 percent of human history, humans have lived in tribes connected to nature, connected to their instincts. And it's only been in the last couple hundred years that we've really lost touch with that. And because we've lost touch with it, we've seen a, a huge increase in mental illness. I mean, it's only been the last hundred years that we've seen chronic anxiety, chronic depression, chronic suicidality. All these are relatively new ailments. And my theory is, is that the more disconnected we are from our primitive intelligence, that ancestral part of us that knows that where we trust ourselves, where we know we can handle it. We're, we're, we're rooted within ourselves. Without that foundation, the mind fragments, and we and we we see a fall down of these things. And if you look over the history of humanity, Homo sapiens have been around about two hundred thousand years. Okay, most major religions have been around about four, four or five thousand years. Science has been around eight hundred years. Psychology, one hundred and twenty years. Those last two, science and psychology, are babies in, in, the, in the history of evolution, of, of evolution of thinking. So, I mean, like, if you think about it, collectively, we've only thought for ourselves for like 30 grandparents, like 800 years. We've only done psychology for like maybe our great-grandparents. It's, these are baby disciplines. So we need to go back to, to the beginning, which is where religion and then our, our instinctual survival skills are found to really build the foundation for having a, a meaning, a sense of meaning and a sense of, of connection to, to be able to do it at a deep level. Does that make sense, Bill? Yeah, for sure. You know what I heard when you said that is like, we think we know everything, but we actually know nothing. Like we <laughs> are like babies, infancy of uh, understanding all of this stuff. And, and, and I think there's a lot to learn. Like the, the, the moment that we think we, we know what's happening and what we're doing, we're completely wrong. And so that, that's, I, I've, I have been a lifelong learner and that's why I love like these interviews, doing these podcasts, stuff like that. I get to, uh, I get challenged. I get to learn different things. So like one, one question that I have for you is we, you talked about some of the, like these 
the explorer, the soldier, the leader, the giver, and, and some of them are not getting fed as much as the others. Like, how do these problems manifest? So, like, how would somebody know that, like, it might, it might be in business, but it's probably somewhere else that it's starting to manifest, and that's what happened with me. So where do you see a lot of that, and, and how can we start making people aware of that so they can start working on it? Yes, that's a great question. You know, most people today, when we're trying to label problems, we'll use the a diagnostic label of like the, the DSM, which is like, oh, this person has depression or bipolar, and, and that's fine to use those labels. But again, those labels are very young. They're, they're, they're not historical. They're, they're the products of a subjective interpretation of the psyche. Um, I, I think what's, what's, what's more grounded in, in history and biology is to go back and go, you know, what's the good reason why people are depressed? Why are people into addictions? And in my mind, when people are not free to be themselves, when people are, are not rooted within themselves where they, they trust that, that they can handle things. When people lose touch with, with how strong they really are, they lose touch with the ability to, to just be honest and to speak their truth and to, to flow with life. That's the real culprit, not a uh, medical diagnosis. Now, there are medical diagnoses, but that's not the point. We're, we're looking at it from a, a longer lens of his, historical and so, and also from a, from a, just a pure brain perspective, bi- biologically, the front part of the brain is a lot younger than the back part of the brain. This is the reptilian brain, which is literally billions of years old. And so if we're going to really help the front part of the brain, the par- part of the brain that's very much younger, it would make sense. We need to go to the foundation of it and work forward. Most people start with the front part and try to fix it with the front part's technology, which is thinking and uh, rationality and morality and shoulds and oughts. And so, um, so yeah, so that's, that's kind of the, the, the reason why it's important to go back to the beginning. And like the problems that people see when these things start happening, like, is it, uh, what, what do you, I mean, you have a lot of people that come to see you. And you work through major issues. Like, wh- where is that happening? Like, what's what's going on inside of them typically? And I'm sure everybody's a little bit different. But you have a, a audience full of entrepreneurs who are go go go. I'm never want to stop. Things like that. Like, what's the the majority where you see people start having some struggles? You know, I would say that the biggest things I see are anxiety and depression. Um, you know, sh- shutting down, walling off, hiding hiding who they are. Um, and so a lot of times people will, will look at those things through, through a medical lens and then try to try to fix it through that. But a lot of times the, the biggest thing I help people do that helps, helps with those issues is literally, it's very simple, bringing what's in the dark into the light. That's the foundation. That's the, that's the first step of acknowledging, having the courage. I, I think courage is what turns the crank on life. But finding courage is, is not a cerebral thing because, to be honest, sometimes speaking the thing you're hiding about is so scary, you just want to avoid it. So what I do is I, I use different techniques to help people find the courage to go to, to walk into that cave knowing that, that they'll be okay, even if their whole body is freezing up, to find that strength within them. So that's... That most people who come here are struggling with those areas. They're not struggling with, with work or with finding success um, in work or whatever like that. 
Yeah, I know, at least for me, it was manifesting in kind of my family life, my relationship with my spouse, those kind of things. Like, work was going really well, very successful, those kind of things. And um, and what I was realizing is, uh, you know, it wasn't, I couldn't unplug from that and be the person I needed to be at home. And frankly, the person I needed to be for myself, like taking care of myself. Um, for me, like three, four years ago, it, it, I was overweight, I was... Um, just working on the business all the time, didn't take time for fitness or any or eating right or anything like that. So then I went on that journey first, got it back in shape, and then it started manifesting in other places. And um, it, for me, it wasn't depression, anxiety, things like that. But uh, the people around me uh, saw some of that, and then I saw like, hey, I I can't control this myself, and I want to be a I want to give, give, give. Um, one thing I, I want to tell a quick story before we I ask the next question, but we, I was in the gym like four or five months ago. And I went, I was like, man, I'm not feeling that great. Like I, I just went on this trip. I went on this ski trip with a friend um, in February or January, February last year. And it just didn't like, I was like, I haven't been on a, I haven't been snowboarding in forever. Uh, I want to go. I want to, you know, hang out with the guys and stuff like that. Like we talked about at the center. I was like, I, I there's things that I want to do. I have this list of things that I love. Snowboarding was one of them. And after that trip, I was like, you know what? It was fun, but it just didn't, like, I don't know, something was missing. It didn't really, like, fulfill me like I thought it would. And I said, you know what? I used to go offshore fishing all the time. we go down to Key West every single year when I was in college, and I missed that. I missed that trip. And, and then I even took it a step further and I said, you know what would be really awesome? Is if I, we brought somebody who had never done something like that before, caught a fish that big but loves to fish, would always like to be uh, – to do a trip like that. And so I reached out to my friend right there at the gym. I sent a message like, hey, let's go down to Key West. My parents have a house. You've got a boat. Let's figure this out. And so me and him uh, on Friday, we're flying down to Key West for eight days. We're going to go for eight days, unplug four guys. So the other two people have never been on a trip like this because I said, what fulfills me a lot is seeing it like for the first time through somebody else's lens. And uh, we're really like, I'm, I'm selfish, selfishly going down there the thing that I would never do a year ago, I was just, I can't leave Lucy with the kids. I can't leave the business. I, I'm, I needed, 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 and I wanted to feel needed. But now it's like I have the ability to unplug, and I just felt like something was missing. And I, it gave me something to really look forward to in my personal life outside of work and business. So um, I'm sure there's a lot of people listening that are like, I, I don't tra- take trips like that. I used to do things that I don't do anymore. That, and what I don't think I realized was like removing that from my life really changed a lot of things that I needed. Like I needed that explorer that, um, and also give back, like put my oxygen mask on first. So do you see a lot of that? And Oh what, yeah. I, don't know. What Actually, do you think about I, I forgot that? to mention that. I mean, I'd say at least half people who come here are having some kind of intimacy relationship issue. They've kind of burned up all the currency and, and that, that, that relationship their main relationships they're in and what's 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 so interesting is that is that the best way to heal a, a broken relationship is not by focusing on the relationship first um, most people come out relationship issues from a, from a place of of a you know horse i'm just gonna work hard i'm, I'm gonna, I, I should do better i should do i and coming from a place of should or a place of of thinking or a place of let me just love for the sake of love is not going to get you to your outcome. Um, exactly what you're saying. You actually needed to focus on on being 
on being honest and of, of, of really nurturing yourself, filling up your own tank. And then you're able to come back to the relationship with, with a gift, with, with energy, with, with, with more of an elixir, more of a, a presence. And the, the biggest piece of is, is learning to be yourself and not just in some esoteric be yourself, but learning to really root deep within yourself and finding that, that place within you where you can relax that, that primitive part of you, that instinctual part of you. And I, I believe that that's, that's the thing I go for in the work I do is I help people find that it then allows them to relax and be present. So you can't really be present until you relax. Can't really relax until you find that, that primitive rooting within you. And then as you can guess, once you relax and are present, then the relationship flows naturally. So relationships should not be hard. They should not be grunt work. They should flow naturally from the heart. You just have, we just have to get our hearts ready. We can't really get our hearts ready until we're ready to be ourselves and to be honest and, and begin to go towards those things we're afraid of. So a big piece of overcoming anxiety, overcoming relationship issues is to stop hiding, is, is, to, is to breathe deep, hold your chin up, look it in the eye and walk toward it. And there's no better teacher than, than the cold water to do that because cold water is hard to get into. But when you can train your body to relax in the midst of that distress, you become empowered. And then you're like, you know what? I can, I can go towards that thing that previously felt like it was impossible. And so I love watching people do that. And, and it starts, so in other words, it, it starts with finding that place within you. It's, it's, it's the most paradoxical, beautiful thing ever. It's not that hard. It's just scary. Very scary. You know, some, some of you that are listening might be like, Bill, why are you talking about this stuff on the podcast? Like, can you just get back to the tactics and techniques and strategies of house flipping and wholesaling and building a team and, and raising money and all the stuff that we typically talk about? Um, and what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to help you guys, uh, whether you realize it or not, because I, I don't want you to get to a place that I got to and that other business owners that I see get to to actually have to get to a really deep, dark hole that you're like, man, this manifested in my life. I didn't even realize it. And now I feel like um, I'm just going to put more time into my business because that's where I feel fulfilled. And um, so I want to avoid that because even if you're just starting your business, if you, if you come to the table realizing that you need to have balance from the beginning, you'll build that strong foundation that Bill's talking about from the start. And to build that from the start is the way to go. So um, I'm hoping that, you know, you can learn through my mistakes. You can walk through my footsteps that I've already gone. And you don't have to make the same mistakes that I made um, on the way. So that's my hope for a lot of you guys. And in bringing some of this stuff to light is, is really, I think, going to help you through that. Because uh, you're probably like, I just want to learn business techniques and, and strategies. And your business is really good. Um, and I see a lot of really great business owners come through our mastermind groups and in our worlds. And what I see is, is slowly other areas start deteriorating. It's basically like if you look at a wheel, you have like flat tires along that wheel, right? So as you get more successful in business, you're like taking some energy from other areas and, and putting it into, into areas that you just feed because you feel that significance. You're growing there. There's people that respect you and love you and all those things. So if you can figure out how to distribute that equally around your life, you're going to have a much better life. And I, as far as I, I'm concerned at this point, I'm willing to let the income and the business suffer a little bit 
in order to put some of that energy back in other places. It doesn't have to be that way. You can find a way to, to hire some folks, to bring some people in, to fortify what you're doing over there and allow yourself to go on a trip for eight days that refills your bucket so you can show up better for everybody. So if you're asking like, why are we talking about this? I just wanna say that's why. Like, I think that I've seen so many people crash and burn and I don't want that to be you before you even started potentially or as you get your business up and rolling. And just being aware, like the awareness of it, I think is the biggest part. Um, Bill, do you feel like people, when they come to you, they're just like not even aware at all that this is happening and they think that this is just normal um, life and like, hey, after 10 years, your relationship starts getting crappy or after seven years, this happens anyway. And we're just a society now that's willing to accept this instead of saying, no, like I'm not going to accept good. I want amazing. I want outstanding. I want just the best life. Yeah. I mean, I think mo most people come to see me when they've, they've overfed a couple parts of them and have gotten so un unbalanced that they're, they literally start fragmenting. And I will say this, it's really not an option not to feed all four because the, the parts of you that are not fed, they, they will have their vengeance. They, they will break out of their cage eventually and sabotage your life. I, I cannot tell you how many, how many stories I've heard of when people ignore their bodies, ignore what they need, what they feel, what they think of that. You, you reap what you sow in this world. And when you suppress that, when you malnourish that, it will come back and get you. So really, it's a matter of your survival to find the forgotten parts of you, find the parts in the shadows. It is your duty if you want to go the distance. Now, if you, if you don't want to go the distance, I mean, the distance is 100 years. We want to, we want to go to the end. 100 years success, not, not burn out at 40, not break down at 50, not, not lose at 60. We want to go the distance. So to, to, to go the distance, you have to feed all four. Most people don't do it, but... Nowadays, like we have to because it's and the reason why it's so hard to be a human now in, in our current world is because, it, again, it's only been the last 800 years that we and it really only the last 100 years that we've really for the last 800 years we've we've been thinking for ourselves. So for the last 100 years, we've really valued connection and relationships. It'd be almost easier to live like 4000 years ago where life was very simple. You live in a farm. You died at 50. And you just you just did, you did your role. You did what you were supposed to do. Well, we don't live then, so we we have to have a more sophisticated approach to to handling stress. And you you've got to be present to your family. You've got to think for yourself. You've you've got to have a moral compass. You got to put in the hard work, and you've got to have a sense of freedom to be yourself. All four are utterly essential, and and I, I'm an advocate for all four. And I I I usually find the one that's lacking. And then we put all of our horsepower into feeding it, bringing it up. And then we customize a solution to strengthen that exact part of the psyche. Most self-help programs lack that because they're, they're generalized. They're just truisms spread out to a large audience. We need to have pinpointed sequential interventions that people know exactly what they need to do. Because the truth is, is that most of us have very limited range of, of change control. Like we're not able to change a lot. We are, are we're like freight freight ships. We can't move that quick. We got too much freight. So you got to know exactly what you got to do with your limited time. And that's what I do. That's what, that's why it's so important to know what's lacking. So you can know what to feed. Mm. And that's why I've, uh, when I left there a year ago, um, 
I started like watching a lot more breathing videos and I like to do that Wim Hof breathing technique every day if I can. Uh, cold showers, ice baths, all that stuff that really bring me from that future into the present to really just let go, release, bring me to a place of um, I have to go back to my breath, all the things that I, I avoid typically on a normal day. Like, and, and music and dancing and those kind of things, the, the free kind of spirits and, uh, and stuff that I am very closed off to on a, on a regular basis. So going to some events like that and, and feeling that. And, and then you, you mentioned this, this tribe and this connection that we had in the Explorer world before, right? We're, we're, we're if with a group, we're going out hunting, we're bringing it back, we're doing all that stuff. And um, this past year or two years, frankly, have not been very good to us for that. We haven't been able to get around other people. We've been enclosed in our homes and uh, not being able to get out to uh, live events and in-person meetups and build connections and community again. And that was really challenging for me and, and a lot of other people too. Um, and now we're getting back to that. It's been amazing to come to these events, to, to build the connection, to be with our tribe, our mastermind meetings and members that are being able to come together and sharing some of these things, the vulnerable side, the, the things that wouldn't normally come to the light like you're talking about, I think is really, really important. A lot of times we... Um, we just like achieve, 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 and don't take a moment to say, all right, well, what is our true purpose? And to really understand what we want to do and what do we want out of life and be a little bit selfish. That's the, a lot of the takeaways that I had from, from last year and into this year. And I will say I'm 100% I'm human. Like I've, I feel myself falling back into the, I got to pour into work. We have all these live events coming back. I just joined a mastermind group that I have to travel five times a year. Um, my schedule is, my calendar is packed with travel again. And I have to be very intentional with my time and what I do and what I give to my family. I can feel it start happening again. I'm being pulled into work. I'm being pulled into um, my significance and I'm being pulled out of that family, the presence, the, the, the like going from the future back to where we are today. And that's what my wife needs for me. And that's what, that's what I need, frankly, too. I need to continue to feed that. So um, what, what's some advice to say, for people that um, that maybe dabble like me, so like I dabble in something, and then it's like, well, I'm going to go back to my my thermostat is set at a certain place, right? And so when I come to see Bill, it's a big change. But then I go back, we we leave, we come back, and we just kind of go back to our normal routine over time. How do we get? How do we keep that on a regular basis? You know. I remember, Bill, when you came here, and we shared this on the podcast a year ago. I remember the moment I remember from your time, from your three days here, was that moment when you were, I could tell you like wanted to say some things to Lucy, but you were afraid to say them, and you were kind of like, I could see you, you were the thermostat was starting to rise. I remember us being like, just, just say it, man, just freaking say it. And, uh, and you finally just, just let it out. You spoke your truth. And, and I, and it was something that you, you, you were very, I, I don't even remember what you said, but I remember you, you were afraid to say it. And I think you were afraid it might've hurt Lucy's feelings or something like that. But what, what I saw in Lucy was a shift in her demeanor. And it was like one of those, one of those beautiful moments of, of how literally the truth will set you free and your honesty. And so learning to be honest is a skill and it's, but you can't be honest from your head. I think our, our, our frontal cortexes are so focused on pleasing, on being right, on being moral, on saying the right thing. And 
you found that part of you, that instinctual part of you that just let go and let it fall and let it die. And life is found on the edge of extinction. And I, I remember in that moment, you, you went to the edge of the extinction. You, you were speaking things that could have ended the relationship. And because and then and it was at that moment that, that you guys were emancipated and uh, you, you found freedom. You, you, you found your rhythm again, your flow. And so in terms of like practically, like some of this stuff is esoteric. I'm talking about primitive and blah, blah, blah. But really practically what I'm saying is, is that the first step to finding this foundational part of the psyche that will set you up to find your purpose, to be responsible and to find love is to simply speak for and let out of the, the shadows what you think, what you feel, what you long for, what you need, what you desire. And by doing that, it, 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 it's like it takes courage to do it. And I think courage is the currency that, that changes the world. It, it changes things. It moves the meter. It moves the needle a little bit. So that, 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 that would be a very practical application of what I'm saying. Yeah, I like that. You're right. I remember that moment. And uh, I'm glad you brought it up and told that story because, frankly, I think we need to regularly do that and just have check-ins and, and be honest and have the courage to speak our truth uh, and not hold it back because we feel like we're concerned to hurt somebody. I mean, that, that transcends family relationships. It goes into business relationships. Is there somebody that is out there that you want to say they're not doing a good job or they need to step it up or um, things like that. Like I always am holding back because I don't want to hurt other people's feelings. I'm a very emotional decision maker, not very like logical. I, 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 I am in the heart with decisions, especially like letting people go um, and, and speaking that truth. But it's, but it's not the fact that I'm, I'm, I'm actively making the decision from the heart like you're talking about. I'm actually holding it back because I don't want to hurt them. And um, I'm very conscious of the fact that I don't want to, I want, and I'll tell you, it comes from a place of I want everybody to like me, you know? And that's where it comes from. I don't want to be unliked. I want everybody to like me. And I don't know, like, and you can just keep going back. Okay, so where did that manifest? What happened there? What, where did people not like you when you were younger and you want everybody to like you? Like, it, all of this stuff kind of came out when we were there. And I think that the further we go, the more we dig, um, we'll find those things. And it's, it's a, if you go back to the presentation that I gave a couple years ago, Flip Hacking Live, we put it on the podcast multiple times. We talked about the hero's two journeys, right? And it's that identity. It's the, it's the wounds that you have that wrap around the essence of who you are, create your identity to, to protect you. And you won't strip that identity. You won't work through those things from the past because it's currently good for you because it's protecting you. But what it's doing is it's holding you back from being everything that you could possibly be and, and being living in your essence, like the true person and form that you are, who God made you, put you on this earth, gave you a name, a time of your birth and a purpose. And you're holding back because of the wounds and the things that were in your past that are shaping your identity for a negative way. Like if you can kill that old identity off, move into this new purpose and identity of where you're going, you will live an amazing life. You'll have an amazing business. You'll have an amazing relationship. And there's people out there just like Bill that can help you do that, which is awesome. Like what I woke up last year to some things that I needed. And even in having this conversation now, I have this like rejuvenated sense of purpose right now. And it's awesome because tonight with Lucy is date night tonight, our Tuesday night date night. And 
it's a routine that we put in place that every week, non-negotiable, we have to go out together with no kids, with no, no, no purpose, no, not just spend time together, love each other. Um, maybe it's a meal, maybe it's a, a, an event, maybe it's a movie, whatever it is, like we're just going to spend time with each other, the two people, and reconnect and figure out how do I turn off business and turn on love, relationship, spouse, family, those kind of things. So it's... I love awesome. it. it. It makes me think of like, like, you know, if you think about a great teacher or the, the wild animals in nature, every season, even the apex predators are on the edge of extinction. We're talking bears, wild cats on the edge of extinction. And, you know, nature has a lesson for us that life is found on the edge of extinction. And so oftentimes we we're we kind of numb ourselves out we 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 play towards our comfort zones and then we end up not going towards the things that will actually give us life and you know so like tonight on y'all's date night like would be a perfect time to like just speak bring to light the things that maybe you've wanted to say or you've been too busy to say or you thought you, you overthought it so you didn't say it and just to let it out because when you do that it like feeds you it like respects you. It it like allows you to have a voice and that gives you vitality in life. And that's what your partner wants. And so it's like, it's like so simple, but it's so scary. And it's like, ah, and so that's, that's my passion, man. I freaking love that stuff. I love, I love helping people find that, that part of them that, that allows them to go towards the forbidden. And then they, they find the forbidden fruit essentially they find life everlasting yep so hey i want to wrap this up but before we do i want to and i hope if you're listening this has helped you immensely there's probably something that's coming to your mind of an area that's not being fed in your life or some area that's manifesting a problem or issue for you and uh i hope you can go back to these four the explorer the soldier the leader and the giver and say well you know what am i lacking what what do i need to give more to whether it's uh that primitive uh primitive man or woman, the go, go, go mentality of like, I, I need to drive. I need to be that person. The, your purpose or identity, like, what does that look like? What's your purpose? Like, find your purpose, your why. We talk about that big why all the time. And then the, uh, the love and connection and what does that look like for you and where are you finding it? So, but um, I haven't talked about this before outside of our Altitude Mastermind group. Um, and Bill and I have been working on something. So I just kind of want to announce a little bit of that. But um, over the past... Over the past year, probably, I have been two and a half years ago when I bought the company, I basically said, I'm not going to do any more one-on-one coaching. Um, it's just, it's not something that I'm willing to do. I don't have the time. I want to build out the company, Seven Figure Flipping. I want to write a book. I want to make our events as amazing as they are. I want to make sure that our our events and everything that we do for our members is top-notch, the best in the world. And now we're there. And I tell you, I've been doing a lot of kind of calls and and trainings and i miss this kind of like pitching and catching i miss um i'm not getting fed myself and one thing that i really love is like i talked about on that fishing trip i love to see people do these things for the first time i love to see people grow i love to help them i love to work with people one-on-one uh it was just too much and now i feel this this calling i want to do that again so i launched a small mastermind group like very small we're going to cap it at 12 people and it's called Eight Figure Entrepreneur. So I worked for the last few months of preparing what this is, what it's going to be. And I invited the people inside of our Seven Figure Altitude group 
to join. I said, you guys get first dibs on this. It's going to be up to you guys if you want to jump in, if you want to work with me one-on-one, if you want to figure out how to grow your business and your life. Like, this is, we're going to work on the personal side and the business side. It's going to be amazing. And um, we talked about the Heroes 2 Journeys a little bit. And we're going to do, like, part of the, the, the package in this eight-figure entrepreneur is this amazing experience, like an immersive-type experience for a week. Uh, it's going to be outside of Las Vegas in February, February 6th through the 11th. And we, uh, I can't even talk about the, the event venue that we have. It's most transformational place that you'll ever go, probably. The, what I realize is you, we, need, we need an experience that we can always go back to and remember. Like it needs to be such an over-the-top experience that, uh, let, let me back up. A lot of times when I go to these events, like we talked about, I don't take it with me. Like it fizzles out over time. And it's because I think that I don't, I get an experience, but it's not like a life changing experience that I can always go back to and remember that date, that, that time, that month. And what that does is it really ingrains and like roots in the work that's done there to remember exactly where we were. Like if I say, do you remember where you were on September 11th, 2001? And if you were alive then, and you were an adult then, or even a uh, uh, adolescent child, you know where you were on September 11th. You know exactly where you're standing. It was such an impactful thing that happened that you remember. But if I asked you where you were on August 11th, you don't know, right? And so creating so, an event like that that's so life-changing that'll be so impactful, that's one of the things that I wanted to do. And I called Bill and I said, hey, can we work together on this? Because I think that what we need to do is we need to figure out some of these entrepreneurs. And by the way, everybody there is making a million dollars or more in their business trying to get to 10 million. They're trying to get to that eight-figure level or start other businesses or, uh, or coaching or whatever they want to do. Like, I want to help them do those things, right? And we, we are holding ourselves back. There's something personally that's going on. It might be our identity. It might be finding a deeper purpose, finding our why. It might, it might be one of these one of these areas that's not being fed. And I want to pull that out at this event and throughout the whole year that I work with him. Uh, and I, so I invited Bill to come in. Him and I spent about an hour before the podcast talking about exactly what we're going to do and uh, go on this, this journey, this hero's uh, journeys with you to figure out where are you on there on that path and then how can we help bring some of those things to light. So Bill's going to come out for a day uh, do some amazing work with us um, during that time, and then I'm going to do some work, and then uh, it's 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 going to be amazing, like six days together. So I'm really excited about that, Bill. I just want to say thank you. Is there anything you want to say about that event and what we're doing? I'm just I'm very excited about this. It's going to be a very transformative event. The first day we're gonna we're gonna dig we're gonna give people an experience of this this uh, explore this primitive part of the psyche give people a taste of it so that they can then find the courage to, to, to step into the other parts of the journey. And then so that ultimately we can all return home to our villages, give our gifts and tell, tell tales of the glories of, of living fully, essentially. It's going to be awesome. I'm really excited about this. And I think the way that we just structured these four days uh, on, on our call before this is going to be amazing. So, uh, and I, I've got some, other, I got some, I know what a lot of these entrepreneurs need because I'm just like, maybe I'm like six months or a year ahead of them. Like I'm not, I, I love this because in our mastermind groups, there's like somebody reaching down and somebody always reaching up and you don't want somebody coaching and training you. That's like 10 years, 20 years ahead of you. That doesn't even remember what it feels like to go through this. And I went through all these pain, these issues, these problems a year ago. I've continued to work through some of this stuff. I have some strategies and techniques that I use to keep me, 
um, keep me sharp in these areas to keep things going well, to figure out how to live that balanced, beautiful life. My word for the year was balance. I feel like I found it, and now I can pass that down and show these folks. So if, if you're not in our Altitude group and you want to learn about this eight-figure entrepreneur group, um, we are not sold out yet, so there is an, an opportunity for you to jump into this if you want. I wanted to make sure that we open it up to our Altitude members first, and I'll continue to be calling them and checking in on them to see if that's the next step for them. But if you're making a million dollars or more right now and you want to get to the next level, whether it's $5 million, $10 million, $20 million, 50, whatever it is in your business, and or well, I should say and or, you have some areas in your life that you need to work on. You need to find balance, all that stuff. I feel like my purpose right now is to help those entrepreneurs and those other business owners out there to really figure out how to find that balance. And really, because if you find that balance, business is going to grow. All the tactics and strategies and business techniques we're going to work on, but we also need to focus in the area of life too. And so that's what this group is all about. I'm really excited about it. It's not specific to real estate. We're going to just talk about flipping and wholesaling houses. This is really for entrepreneurs out there because once we get the business, if the flipping and wholesaling business, business is business. We can take care of that. And this is what really is pumping me up. And you can probably hear it in me. Like, I'm so excited about this. I cannot wait to work with these folks. They get one-on-one -on -one access with me. They get to come to the other events that we hold. We'll have this transformational event in February. And then I'm working on a couple other things that... Um, I'm going to surprise and delight them with. So this is, if you guys are watching the video, this, this shirt is, might be the first time that you guys are seeing this. This is our eight-figure entrepreneur logo. Lion head on there in the shape of an eight is amazing. I love it. It's, it's awesome. It's exactly what I was looking for when we try to figure out how we can symbolize this, uh, this group and everything that we're going to do. So Bill, how, how anybody else that wants, oh, uh, the other thing is, Bill, they're going to work with you ahead of time before the event. And, uh, and jump on a call with you, get everything sorted out, and then we are going to design the event based on the people that are showing up. So the work that we're going to do at the event, after those check-in calls, the onboarding um, call with you, we're going to figure out how to design that day for the group that we have. So I'm excited about that. Exactly. Yeah, and what we'll do is we'll jump on a call, we'll figure out where, where you're in need of focus, and then the, the event will be a collective event where we focus as a group and really give people a transformative experience individually and, and together. So if, if anybody else, maybe they're not making a million dollars, they have some things that are going on with them, they want to figure out how to work with you, are you taking on other people? Can they come out and see you? What does that look like? Absolutely. They can, they can reach out to me. Um, intake at My email is intake at wilderwellnesscenter.com. You can find me on social media. Go to my website, reach out to me. I'd love to set up a, a free initial consult if, if you want to hear more about what I do and want to come out for an experience. Awesome. We'll put that uh, email in the show notes. So if you guys didn't catch it or write it down or you're in your car or the gym or something, you can just click on it in the show notes and, uh, and send Bill an email. Go check out the website, wilderwellnesscenter.com. And uh, if you're interested in a figure entrepreneur, if that's something that you're, you want to check out, you've been waiting for something at a much higher level uh, to get you to that next point and runway or altitude wasn't for you, then just, just respond to the email that we send out. Reach out to me. Um, this is me. Um, you get me one-on-one. -on -one. Um, I'm actually out right now uh, hiring someone who is going to manage this group for me, just, just a concierge, like 
red carpet experience for you guys. Um, and I'm really excited to coach one-on-one again, to have some people to challenge me. And if I don't know everything, believe me, but um, I'm around a lot of people that know a lot of stuff, so I can connect you to the right person if I'm not the guy. That's why I brought Bill on. That's why some other people will be coming to these events. Uh, we're going to be doing some cool stuff in January at our uh, Altitude event here in Nashville. We have a Skybox suite at the hockey game where uh, the eight-figure group is going to be kind of hanging out and stuff like that. So we're going to have a lot of fun stuff that we get to do together and uh, and go deeper with a smaller group, a sm- like tight-knit group of folks that over this next year um, can grow together. So I'm excited about it. I can't wait. It's uh, going to be a lot of fun. And Bill, I can't wait to see you um, there in, in Vegas in February. It's going to be a lot of fun. So thanks for doing that. And thanks for doing this podcast with me. I appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely. It's been fun. All right, everybody. I will see you guys on the next podcast. Have a great day. And I hope I hope some of this uh, hit you pretty hard, woke you up a little bit, and try to figure out uh, what is that thing that's uh, that's missing for you? What do you need to feed? Uh, how do you need to kind of adjust uh, the direction of where your energy is flowing right now and figure out where to put it to, to live that beautiful life, that life of love and happiness? And, and, uh, and get, I mean, you can have everything in this life that you want um, with a lot of these techniques and strategies. So uh, thanks for hanging out. Thanks for listening to us. And I'll see you on the next one. Bye.